Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Do you have a business coach? They can help motivate you, provide valuable experience and keep you accountable. But it's not always possible to find one or have them available just when you need them. An alternative is to be your own coach, says Karen Stain, a professional certified executive coach herself and author of Be Your Own Leadership Coach, Self-Coaching Strategies to Lead Your Way. She shares some of those strategies in a moment. But first, Chris Ashmore asks Karen why even bother with a coach, whether it's yourself or someone else. I think there's many benefits. I mean, we're finding that business owners are time poor. Everybody's extraordinarily busy and the world is becoming much more complex and uncertain. So it's requiring our our thoughts and our time to go across lots and lots of things. And particularly when you're a business owner, you're very connected with the business that you're running. And so you find that you have time for everything but yourself. So the benefits of actually stopping and and finding yourself a leadership coach uh, really can help you pause and recognize what's happening for you, what's working well, and what could otherwise be working differently to try and enable you to be your best self. So it's having the access to someone who can help you alter your perspective, build out your insights, help you see what perhaps you're not necessarily seeing or feeling or hearing to enable you to perhaps make some different choices towards your goals. It's not always possible to have a coach though, is it? No, it can be challenging. I mean, coaches require you to make a booking to identify the right type of coach that would suit your needs, to have funding available to pay for that coach. So it's true, sometimes that coach isn't going to be necessarily available for you because of access or or logistics. And it's also quite possible that you're faced with issues where you just don't have a coach in that moment to call upon. So it might be that you don't always have that possibility to access the coach as you need them. So what's the answer then? Is it to be your own leadership coach, is it? That's my thinking. <laughs> I mean, I'm not not to say that there's not value in having an external coach. I think there's a huge amount of value, but I think if we're able to equip ourselves with more coaching strategies so we can self-coach ourselves and be our own leadership coach, then we're better able to support ourselves in those moments. And then we can be available to have more nuanced conversations with those external coaches when and as we actually connect with them to have deeper conversations. So I think I try and think of it about Every day is you can start your day putting on your virtual backpack, filling it up with your self-coaching strategies and, and feeling that you're enabled and equipped by having those with you throughout the day, reaching into your backpack as you need them and pulling out the strategy that helps you in the moment. I think that's a nice alternative to be allowing you to be your own leadership coach and support yourself with what comes your way. So what does it look like for a business owner who wants to do their own self-coaching? Where does it start? What tips do you have? I think the first time is recognising it takes a little bit of time to learn some strategies. And as I mentioned earlier, everybody's very busy. So I think the first tip would be just stopping and pausing and recognising that the more that you focus on yourself to be your best self, 
the greater the ease you'll have of being your best self as you lead others. So if you actually make some time for personal reflection, uh, some time to ask yourself some reflective questions, to notice what's working well for you, perhaps what's not, to try and identify maybe some patterns of behaviours or, or maybe some assumptions or biases that you're carrying and, and stop and test those to understand whether or not they're actually true. The more you do that, the more you'll be able to start making um, some more informed decisions through access to information. And when we're short of time, the, the easiest thing to do is say, yeah, I'll do it later. And so if you're actually very determined and, and you actually put something in your diary, once a week, I call it joining the 1% club. And so if you think about the number of waking hours you have in a week, we typically um, sleep eight hours a night. So we're left with about 112 waking hours. If you take just one hour, which is actually less than 1%, but I like to round it up. If you take it that one hour and join that 1% club where you devote that one hour to you so that you can actually stop to pause, to reflect and to enable yourself to self-coach and notice more of yourself you're going to find that you can make quite a big difference to the way that you lead, the way that you run your business, and also the way that you improve your well-being. There's always a next step for your business. There's always help at every stage. As you grow your business, we're here to support you every step of the way. Move forward with Mazars. Visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U. How do you know if you're actually a good leader? It's a good question. Sometimes people make an assumption that they're a good leader and have their own self-reflection, but I think the best thing is to actually seek feedback. And so the more that we have insights about what is our impact, you know, is that impact something that is enduring in our absence? Are people feeling motivated, inspired and engaged when I've left the room or are they feeling otherwise? So if I can find some trusted people, some trusted colleagues or teammates and seek some feedback as to what they're finding of my leadership style, how is it impactful, how could it be improved, what's working well and what could I perhaps do differently, I think that's going to help me. Also reflecting on how you're growing others is really important as a leader because leadership shouldn't just be about self-leadership. It should also be about what's the impact on how you're leading others. And so if I'm leading with my team in mind and my intention is to try and be in support of my team, I should be able to see that my team has become much more empowered and enabled and engaged and motivated. And perhaps they're also providing discretionary effort towards some of the goals or that we have in common. If I can start to notice that, that might actually reflect in my leadership. So I'll recognize that they're no longer fully reliant on me. They don't need me to inform and, and push them to do everything. They actually have been coached and mentored and really developed and grown so that they too can lead with me. And I think that makes a good leader. Well, you mentioned motivation there, and uh, it's easy to get stuck in a rut. How does a business owner stay motivated? It can be quite challenging, I mean, particularly when you've got so many external forces at play. The main thing is to really come back to why you're doing it. If you come back to your purpose, it's so much easier to recognise why it matters to you and why you matter. And when we know why we matter, we feel of significance, we feel of worth, we feel that we're of value and we're also adding value. And if I can recognise those circumstances where I do feel that I matter, I'm much more likely to be motivated to continue with my goals. 
If my goals are externally motivated, for instance, if I'm in a business and I have a a customer who's insisting I supply something and it's very challenging for me to do so and I don't feel particularly engaged towards that goal, I might want to think about my mindset. How do I alter my mindset away from something where somebody's told me I must do something to something that maybe I should do because it's probably in, in the best interests of the business relationship? Maybe it's something I'd even like to do because it's my speciality and I'm really proud of the work that we do or the products that we design and develop and sell. And maybe at some point I might even love doing it. So it's about how do I alter my mindset from that external motivation to something that's much more intrinsic to me. And tapping into your purpose, or some people call it your why, can actually help you come back to that understanding of of why you matter and what are the problems that you're there to solve and why are you significant in solving them. Any final thoughts on being a leadership coach? Well, I think the main thing is when you're looking at being your own leadership coach is practice and try and extend yourself to learn further strategies by stopping to notice. Notice of yourself, what's your leadership impact? Become much more intentional and mindful of what you're doing. So bring to your attention to your actions, to your behaviours, to your cognitions And then allow yourself to make better choices around it. But I think the most important thing is enjoy it. If if you're not enjoying the discovery of self and trying to see the impact that you can have, it, it does make it so much harder to coach yourself to be of your best. So the more that we can enjoy things, the greater our well-being. And and I think really that's what life's all about is is having a, a much more positive impact on ourselves and also on others. That was executive coach Karen Stein. Business Essentials Daily is a Sound Cartel podcast. Producers are Nick Schildberger, Chris Ashmore, Jeff Waters and myself. Technical production by Pete Letts. I'm Nicole Goodman. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you more B-Daily next week. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.